0: hello everybody and welcome to gambling and rambling this is week 10 of the nfl season we're going to be going over our spread picks but first we'll do a little recap of week nine uh alex and i went six and eight uh cory was at the top uh who went seven and seven and then, nick, and then nick at the bottom going five and nine so not a good uh week for nick Brutal. however this week is the first week where we're going to really be doing our locks of the week, and we're going to put a lot more weight on the locks of the week because let's, let's face it, it's very hard to for anybody, even like professional handicappers, to, to get every game, you know, you, know, you know, have a over 50-60% win rate on that. It's, it's near impossible. So the locks of the week are going to hold a lot more weight, but we'll get into uh, the first game. We have the Ravens at the Dolphins Thursday night football. The spread open at seven. It is now at seven and a half. Uh, we'll start with, uh, we'll go with Corey on this one. What do you, what do you think here?
1: Well, considering, you know, I've been beating the drum that the Dolphins suck. They still suck. I know they they, got one
0: they last covered week. last week, Corey.
1: I understand they covered last well, week too. They, they, they did not look great. I know Jacoby Brissett was playing and Tua was a, a last minute scratch. Um, yeah, they still they still covered without Tua. I know I know. So I mean the Texans are bad, dolphins are bad. It wasn't like the, you know, Jacoby
2: Brisket though, he's something to watch out for. He might be stealing Tua's spot.
1: Uh, you see, you know what? You know, I, I just don't think that's true. They paid him way too much money to be a terrible backup quarterback. Uh, the over under is 46 and a half. Um I'm liking the over in this game, uh, but for the spread itself, I'm be taking the Ravens minus seven and a half, as much as that pains me. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of the Ravens, but I, again, the Dolphins sucked and Lamar and that team looked a little bit better last week. Um, actually, no, they, I, they didn't look good at all. They looked terrible against the, uh, the Vikings, which was one of my picks last week, but Dolphins are still terrible. Brian Flores still doesn't know how to coach football. So give me the Ravens minus seven and a half. All right, Nick.
2: I think with uh, any Thursday night game, you have to expect uh, a snooze fest, and I think that's where the Ravens shine is in the snooze fest type of games. They're uh, you know low pace, very slow team to watch almost as bad as the Saints, but uh, I like the Ravens this week, so going with the Ravens alex yeah i'm a, I'm gonna jump on board the Ravens. I think that. Uh, Lamar is going to have two touchdowns. I think Ravens are going to win pretty big here. Um, I don't think the the Dolphins have any sort of offense that can keep up with uh, a Ravens lead and that run offense that they got. I don't understand how the Dolphins defense is so bad. They have so many playmakers, great cornerbacks that like don't play well. So they, they need to figure out their scheme because it's played well last week.
0: One week I mean, yeah, (laughs) See, so this is going to be, you know, already starting off. I'm going to be on the other side here. Um, I'm I'm taking Dolphins plus seven and a half. Uh, we have them at, on a short week going to Miami. And you'd be, they just played an overtime game, a, a very long game uh, uh, over the weekend. Was that game, that was in Baltimore, right? Yeah, it was. Okay. Well, so now they're going to Miami. And I just think... On Thursday night football, playing away on these short weeks, I'd rather just take the points. Like, I, I think this could just be one of those ugly Thursday night games that we always seem to see. And, you know, we even saw Lamar make some mistakes against the Vikings through two picks. I, I could see the Dolphins just backdoor cover right here. This is a classic backdoor cover trap spot, in my opinion. I think I think this will be a heavily bet public Ravens side. And as okay. as we know, I do not like to
1: be on that side. So yeah, I mean the Ravens honestly they should have lost last week. They I mean they had the first possession in overtime, turned the ball over, and then Vikings played, I don't know, like the worst offensive plays I've ever seen in an overtime game. They're just like, we don't know what to do. And yeah. they gave the ball right back to the Ravens. And the Ravens, I mean, obviously if Justin Tucker, who's good from 75 plus so, so 75 good. plus he's so good. He's so good. <laughs> I already PB2. hit a
2: 120 yard field goal once. <laughs> <laughs> PB to your point too. Right now the Ravens are getting 79% of the tickets and 98% of the money.
0: Well yeah, that actually early, but... that actually well, usually if, if if 70 something percent and 90% of the money is on That's a side, that means it's actually sharp money because just in relation to the percentage of the bets, that means there's more, sh- even more sharp money coming in. So that actually makes me a little bit worried, but I still think that that public side is going to increase as it gets closer to uh, Thursday. And, you know, if, if it was down to minus seven or, or gets to six and a half, then I'd probably switch over to the Raven side. But as long as it's going to be over seven, I'm, I'm on, I'm going to be on the dolphin side. Uh, so Next game, uh, we have the Saints at the Titans. It opened at what it looks like minus two and a half. It is now at minus three. Uh, I would I'm love not... to
2: go first on this one, yeah. if you don't mind. I know no, you, you, Saints go are...
0: you go Thank first. You go first.
2: Appreciate that, Patrick. Um, so I just <laughs> want to say that. The Saints are an absolute joke with Trevor Simeon. They have a hard time moving the ball with Jameis Winston. We had, oh, with, they had a
0: hard they had a hard time moving the ball with Jameis Winston, really. That's why that's they right. were averaging like thirty plus points a game.
2: Yeah. They that's that's incorrect. I mean, you gotta check your facts if you're gonna come on the show with those facts.
0: It was okay, it was 20, no 25 plus they were averaging with Jameis Winston. So that is <laughs> that's a, fact. a big difference. That's a big difference. Twenty uh, five points with Jameis Winston, the same.
2: Most of them coming from Alvin Kamara, who is a very important running back. But I digress on that front. Um, I just don't think that the Saints are going to win very much. Like they're not going to win any t- like tough games with Trevor Simeon, as good as
0: their coaching is. What if Hill starts? Does that change your opinion?
2: I, I'm sure they'll mix him in a little bit. I mean, no. If, I, if they
0: say he's the starter from here on out, does it change your opinion?
2: I mean innocent until proven guilty I guess but like I, I still don't believe in Taysom Hill either
0: did he play last week I didn't see that uh no they really really eased him back in he didn't play much at all I think he'll just his workload's gonna increase gradually every week and I, I'm guessing he'll eventually be announced as the starter but the thing is with the Saints this week you can't fault Trevor Simeon a lot of the Saints like it was all in the receivers last week, there was, they had like more drops than they had catches like Simeon didn't look that bad at all. That's
2: not going to change this week. They have no passing attack is the ultimate conclusion there. And I think, you know, that's probably enough time on the saints. We don't want to spend too much time on, on a dusty team, but um, we got to give the Nick. Titans what's the saints props.
0: record. And what's the Browns record? I'm just no. no, no.
2: We got to give some, we got to give some props to the, the Titans. I think they have put it together obviously an injury ridden season from start to finish for them that I don't even know if like the, that three headed monster ever played together. If it, if they did, it was a short time. Right. So no Derrick Henry, but I think Tannehill is legit. Um, You know, he's, he's kind of that old veteran that brings some good experience to the table and gets it done with AJ Brown and Julio. So um, I think it'll be interesting to see Julio versus Lattimore hopefully we see a nice little, you play mean AJ there.
0: Brown versus Lattimore.
2: We'll see who they put him against. I mean, you, you fade Julio, he's going to make you pay for that. So
0: that, so that's my, so obviously you're, you're taking Titans minus three, like based off everything you said. Yep. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to quickly counter that because I'm the Saints fan here. And <laughs> one, if, if the Titans cover the, cover this, it will be, I think, because of Julio, they're not running against the saints with Adrian Peterson and Deontay Foreman and a lot of more should be on um, AJ Brown. I'd assume, I think that's who the saints will determine as the alpha in that offense. And I think, yeah, this, you know, we'll talk about DFS, but I think in tomorrow's show, but yeah, I think this is a game where they're going to probably have to feature Julio and, they're going to have to throw the ball a lot. I think that'll be their game plan. And but I, I think the Saints can can easily, especially at, at plus three. I mean, they're going to cover this. Trevor Simeon, the the Saints, I believe, have the least turnovers in the entire league um, throughout the year. And you can roast Winston all you want. Simeon hasn't turned the ball over, and they're not going to make they're not going to make mistakes. What it what it took for the Titans to win against the Rams, it was you know Stafford just had a really Really bad game. We don't know who the starter is yet for the Saints. Could be Taysom, could be Trevor Simeon. It's not announced yet, uh, but either way, uh, I'm, I'm taking the Saints uh, plus three here. This is, uh, is going to be, again, I think a heavily bet uh, Titans side. Everyone's been shocked by the Titans this year, beating so many good teams, but Saints are going to get the job done.
1: Hmm. Um. You know what? This is a game that I just wish both teams would lose because I need the Titans to lose for my Colts so the Colts can catch them in the division. <laughs> and just for my own sanity. Take the Saints,
0: Corey. Thanks. We know you, you're taking us. Because,
1: because I can't stand Sunday afternoon getting text from PB of <laughs> you know, the Saints doing anything good because it's just phones nonstop blowing up. Um, I, I don't know. The, the Saints looked I mean, competitive, but they were playing the Falcons, who the Falcons, you know, we talked about last week, you know, they lost to the Panthers and then they come back and they come into New Orleans and like Saints have one of the better secondaries or defensive fronts, I should say, um, in the league. And, you know, they weren't able to really get to Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan through for like almost 400 yards. I mean, I, it's, I don't know. This game is, I, I don't want to bet this game and I probably won't, um, but just for the fact that I'm a Colts fan.
0: <laughs> there it
1: is. I have to t- <laughs> I have to, to say so much. I'm gonna take <laughs> it's the Saints disappointing. Plus three. I mean, I, I don't think it's high. <laughs> I mean if I want, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's high, <laughs> but I think that just helps the Titans even more. So I'll I'll right. I'll, I'll take Saints plus plus three, I guess. The Titans Next have turn.
2: beat the Rams the Chiefs and the Bills in three out of their last four games. No, I, I understand. They're, they're they're
1: no joke. No, no, no. I, okay, I understand that. But the Titans' uh, offense didn't have to do anything last week against the Rams. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're really not sure how they're going to – That was get...
0: – the, the Rams – the Titans beat the Rams only because the Rams beat themselves. Yeah, the Rams beat
1: – yeah. So I'm not yet to, totally impressed with Ryan Tannehill. I don't know how well he'll – you know, we saw him in Miami. He, he was – you know, he – I know that's really Adam Gase's fault. And, you know, we've seen the track record with Adam Gase and Ryan Tannehill with the saints or with the, sorry, the Titans, you know, 70% of their offense running through Derrick Henry last week, that didn't come into effect because they didn't need him because they scored defensive touchdown, they had short fields and they didn't need that. So I, I don't know. I'm, I still don't think the Titans without Derrick Henry are going to be a contender just because I don't trust Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. So, um, We should probably give uh, Alex a uh... (laughs) microphone
0: here.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's all good. Uh, I'll keep it short here because I think you guys pretty much covered everything, but the Titans are seven and two against the spread. I don't know that they necessarily win this game, but I could see it being closer than three. Might be something where it's worth buying a half point. Um, But, yeah, I'm going to roll with Titans minus three Uh, just after that strong win against the Rams. No. Um, a lot of it was their defense and Stafford not playing well, but I, I think that kind of a win in primetime pro, like, propels them and, and keeps their, their steam rolling. All right. Question uh, for you, Alex, before we move you know, on. A, what, uh, what inspired that beautiful mustache of yours?
1: Uh, it's Movember, man. <laughs> <Mental> <laughs> it's a what, what is man. it called?
2: All for the cause.
1: November. Yeah. Movember. Movember? Yeah. yeah. It's for testicular cancer, PB. Get with it movember
2: you don't
0: you don't shave keep the stash. all right well i'll let i'll let this keep going then there you go (laughs) protect
2: protect the nuts november movember
0: you're not supposed to i guess yeah no shave so that means nowhere you're not shaving anywhere all right well see this is a show for children it's a pg
1: podcast (laughs) tv this is a
0: little off the rails
2: we are now marking this episode as not okay for children Thanks a lot, PP. This is this ain't that kind of show, I guess. All right. Um
0: all right. Next game we have Bills at Jets. Uh it opened at minus 14. I believe it's actually down to minus 12 and a half now. Um, I think that's yeah. right. Cause the that's yeah, bills and minus 12 and a half. half.
1: Okay.
0: And a half so uh we'll start with I'll go first this time. I'm oh. just gonna keep this simple. I'm just bills minus 12 and a half – I don't care what happened against the Jags. Um, I think this should be probably, you know, closer to – it should have stayed at 14 probably. Uh, The Jets are still one of the worst teams in the league. You know, the the Bills don't have as bad of a defense as the Colts, so you're not going to have to worry about any backdoor covers like what almost happened when the Colts played the Jets. Um, But, yeah, I think this is pretty straightforward – I, I like I like the Bills a lot. They're one of the best, probably top three team in the league. So, I'll take them by less than two touchdowns against. I don't I don't care whether it's Mike White or what. Jane Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson. yeah Give me give yeah. me. This is like going to be a big bounce back spot for Josh Allen and and that offense. Yeah, I think I think it's a bounce back spot for sure. Um, the Jets are the
2: Jets. Yeah, and and. I didn't watch the Bills game, but uh, you know, we said we, I, or at least I said on last week's episode, I didn't think they were going to lay another stinker of a half. Turns out they did it the whole game. Um, <laughs> so not completely wrong there, but uh, yeah, I just you know stick to the number one rule: don't bet against the Bills. I, I think if you went the entire season betting their their spread, you'd probably coming out on top. Uh, Nick. I think the Jets backup quarterback is probably better than Zach Wilson. Yeah. Like we, you're saying, regardless right. of who they put out there. Like I, I think they actually have some better options. So it looks think like about it. The
0: Bills defense is now who they're facing. They they got away with playing the Colts defense. And what was the week before that? When he threw for like oh the Bengals. So I guess the Bengals have a decent, but the Bills is easily the best yeah. one they've played.
2: No doubt. No doubt. I just think, uh, I mean, the Bills really struggled when they headed down south. They, they struggled with the two Florida teams they played. They lost to Tennessee the week before that. Um, seems like they're kind of in this midseason sputter. And in that case, when they're not, you know, I think two outcomes are probably most likely. You either get them in a nice bounce back game and and they show us all like who they are again. Or, you know, they they kind of just like struggle to put it together again, in which case it's a close game. And I like the 12 and a half points, even though it is the Jets.
0: So, which um, side are you taking? It's,
2: it's hard to go against my commandments because they're commandments. I'm a man of religion. So, we're going with the Bills. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I'm, I'm on the same boat with everyone else. I, I after watching, I mean, the Jets have a little bit better offense without Zach Wilson in, which is odd to say because Zach Wilson was supposed to be this priority child and
2: Aaron Rodgers
1: 2.0. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't who said know. that? Yeah, who, who said that in the, the pre-draft? A yeah, lot of people know, who well, they saw his combine. They compared combine. him to yeah, like, well, Mahomes he's, and Rodgers because he like Dwayne Haskins 2.0. This guy from you know the Mormon school of uh, you know football Young. quarterbacks um they thought he was going to be all this he's not mike white actually was looking well in that first drive for the jets um i mean again i, I, I put the where the bills their season's trending um i'm not i mean i'm surprised they you know they tripped up and they actually lost last week but there's no way they come out flat again and not put up points so i will be t- taking the bills as well at minus the 12 and a half
2: if you look at the standings, there's like eight or nine teams in the AFC with five wins. I think like all the AFC North, um, there's another division, I think, out there that like the, everyone has five wins. So I think what we'll, what we're going to find this week is teams are, you know, playing for finding that they're playing for something again. They know it's going to be a tight playoff race across the board, really, which is actually kind of fun. Like we usually get a couple teams that, you know take an early lead and just kind of coast their way, but uh, the chiefs have lost themselves. They're not that team this year. Bills have dropped a couple easy ones. So, you know, I think we find these dominant football teams are going to step it up this week. And uh, hopefully we see a lot of chalk.
0: All right. Uh, Next game. We got lions at Steelers. Uh, Steelers open at eight and a half. It's, It maybe went to nine for a second, but I believe it might be down to eight now. Uh, Yeah, plus plus eight. So uh, we'll start with Alex. Man, I can't believe I'm about
2: to say this, but I think coming off the bye week, I think Hungry Dogs were faster, man. Uh, I think the Steelers, after a pretty bad Monday night game against the Bears, uh I, I I think hungry dogs run faster. I'm gonna take the lions and the points. I think they might even get their first first win of the season here. See, I, I like the hungry dogs run faster, but they are chasing a number one draft pick. So I'm gonna go with the Steelers here because uh, I think this just comes down to a coaching battle. Like you're saying, both kind of crappy teams. Uh I'm taking Tom one. Give me the Steelers minus eight and a half.
1: Cool. Yeah. I'm going to jump back with there with Alex. I like the lines here at plus eight and a half. They've been competitive in some of these games. I know not all of them. They got blown out last time they were on the field against the Eagles, but I, I know they're on the road. They're not at home. I would like them more if they're at home, but I don't think the Steelers are anything that great. They're what's going to, if, if the lines don't cover here, it's because the Steelers defensive line gets to Jared Goff and makes him play like, Jared Goff, we all know and you know, love, who just throws the most egregious interceptions or just has the most strangest things happen to him, like a snap off his chest into a defender's arm. Um, it's hard to go defeated in an NFL season. We've only seen it happen a couple times. Um, lions were obviously one of them, uh Browns, of course. one of them. Uh, so I don't I don't think it will happen again. And they may not win this game. But I do think they cover the eight and a half, or I guess it's down, down to eight. Um, I still like that. If it gets down any lower than that, then I'm probably going to switch off of that. Um, but I like the Lions here, and, and I think they might be able to win this game somehow.
0: Uh, I'm on the Lions side as well. I I don't think the Steelers team is anything great at all. Uh, at Big Ben has not looked good at all this entire season. I think this could be a game where they lean on Najee uh, heavily and he has a pretty good matchup, but I just think coming off the bye with the lions, like you said, it's very hard for a team not to win a game. And then this is like a, one of the best spots they're going to have this year to to pull off a win. I, I honestly like the money line a little bit as well, but I'm definitely going to be on the, the lions uh, plus eight here. Plus eight. Yeah. That's a,
1: the money line. There's a, a little pizza money action. That we call yep. that. So, yeah, uh, 10 15 bucks, that money line, uh, make a payoff. Also, Claypool did get banged up last night. I'm not sure what his status is going to be going into Sunday. Um, so, keep an eye on that as well. Because then, if that's if that's the case, Deontay Johnson and then, you know, James Washington and then Ray Ray McLeod will be there. Pretty sure they're uh, receiving weapons besides the tight end. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I like We are all on the, the lion side. I like that. Coming, coming with oh. like a big underdog there. Well, except except Nick. So hopefully, you're not on. <laughs> I will tell. Uh, next game, tell. we have the Jaguars at the Colts. Uh, opened at minus 10. And I actually think, yeah, it's still at minus 10.
1: Uh, so Corey Colts fan. I'm- yeah, you know, dominating win last week. You know, the Colts. Their defense is still in, you know, it's in shambles at this moment with their secondary just completely decimated with injuries. Um, they, You know, they're throwing out players who they picked off the street a couple weeks ago, just learning the defense. Um, but their offense looked great against – I know it's the Jaguars, but everyone was – The Jets,
0: all. you mean? And they played the Jets.
1: Yeah, sorry, the Jets. They are hitting on all cylinders. Off, offensive line is fully healthy. Looking great, moving the ball, running the ball um, at will. Uh, we have you know the the rushing leader, probably gonna be the rushing leader by the end of the year in Jonathan Taylor. Um, and that dude the, is a beast. He's he's insane. He's the so way, good. You know he reminds me of. He reminds me of um, early Lev Bell, who would would be super patient in the backfield, and as soon as that hole opened up, he would make that one cut and he just goes. And he's he's very very good. Um at playing football. <laughs>
2: so, He's very good at the football.
1: Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take obviously Colts fan. This is a must-win for us. Um, and I think the Colts cover here at minus 10 and a half. Jaguars, they, they got an ugly win. Their offense didn't do anything. I know it's the Bills and the Colts have a terrible offer, not that great of a defense, but you know, this is in it's in Indy. Urban Meyer still the head coach, he still sucks at coaching. So give me Colts minus 10 and a half. Uh Nick. Yeah, Lightning
2: doesn't strike twice in the same place. Jags ain't winning. Colts, moving on. Okay, Alex? Yeah, 60% of the tickets, 97% of the money on the Colts right now. Uh, Colts minus 10. I think they're going to start uh, putting together uh, a group of wins, a handful of wins here. I think the Colts are probably going to make the playoffs too. Um, but I think they, they keep beating bad teams. And I think the the ten is good here.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm going to be on the Colts side as well. Um, I think that this line would have been closer to two touchdowns if the Jag if the Bills just don't look bad. Like it was just the Bills' offense just couldn't pull it together. It wasn't like the Jags really, you know, they had a few, you know that what is it, Josh Allen. Josh, the defensive player, Josh, yeah. Allen, Josh looked, Allen, looked really good. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't see that happening again. This Jaguars team is still arguably, you know, bottom three team in the, in the league and Colts at home, like we said, must win for them at especially minus 10. You don't even have to go to 10 and a half. Like you could push at minus 10. I'm definitely, I'm definitely taking that. So yeah.
2: Last week was pretty cool for Josh Allen. He made history in the NFL. Yeah. It was the first time a player sacked another player with the same, the same name. So Josh Allen on Josh Allen. He didn't just do that. He back. had like an
0: interception. He yeah. had fumble recovery. Had a it, was, it was a well, while. He was pumped yeah.
2: up. He, he knows he's headed to Canton now. No. <laughs> first player to sack someone with their own name. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, he was pumped up and ready to go. Yeah.
0: The jersey is definitely going.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for
0: sure. Yeah, I think the, the Colts should roll here. Uh next game we have the Bucks off a of buy at the Washington football team off a of buy. Uh it opened, I actually think it was at like the early line, because I remember talking about this in, in the group chat. It was like a week before they played. It was like seven and a half, I think. And now it's up to it went to nine and a half. What is it at eight now?
1: It's no, it's still at
0: nine. Still on FanDuel, it's at nine and a half. Yeah, FanDuel is nine and a half. Okay, it's yeah, it's nine and a half still. So it's some bucks money has come in, so now it is up to nine and a half. Uh, Alex, we'll start with you on this one.
2: Yeah, Washington football team, one and seven against the spread. Brady, uh, off of a bye week, I think is just kind of unfair, especially against a really bad team. Um, I'm gonna take uh, Bucks minus nine and a half and I think they win by two touchdowns no problem yeah I'm glad we're uh, we're past the Bucks bye week now because you know uh, Sunday without Tom Brady is a lonely one Uh, the father of football is coming back defying father time is that what it's called yeah father Uh, time (laughs) father time yeah Uh, Buccaneers are going to win this one
0: Okay, but are they covering?
2: Oh, 100%. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Washington football team, I think they have an awesome D line. I'll give them that. I think Chase Young's awesome. They just they need a couple more years before they're really competing significantly. So that's all right. Give them the loss, let them get some better draft picks, and uh, we'll move on with our day.
0: Corey?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm on with everyone else. Bucks minus nine and a half. I think the Bucks are, you know, one of the top three teams in the NFC right now, uh, they, I know that their secondary is bad. And maybe this, you know, this bye week they help, help them fix that or help plug some holes in that sinking uh, ship of the secondary. But uh, it's Tom Brady. It's the Washington football team. They, their secondary is worse than the Bucks. You know, Godwin, Evans, if Brown plays, I'm not sure if he's playing yet, but it doesn't matter. Probably not. No. Okay. So he's not, it doesn't matter. Like I said, they're. They're. Tom Brady's probably going to throw for like 450 yards and like four touchdowns. So, give me bucks. All right.
0: Well, I will be the only one on the
1: opposite side of this one. I before you go into your your analysis here. You just can't pick Tom Brady, can you? You can't. I, I've, I've taken. I've taken him in a spot before. You. You can't. You. It hurts your insights to say anything good about the bucks because they're in the same division as the saints and it just irks you inside just deep down. You just can't say it. Okay. You act Wait. like you were any
0: different. Cause you definitely didn't want to take the saints and you took them in the spread. And it's because it's hard for you to take the people in your division, but I'm not biased. Like I, I, oh. I will give you reasons why I will okay, give you reasons it. why. Okay. Um, and you'll see, I won't be biased because in tomorrow's show, I'll I'll be mentioned, I'll talk about Tom Brady as a DFS play, which I rarely do, and we'll we'll talk about it. But in regards to the spread, I will be taking a Washington football team here at nine and a half. It's not the if the Bucks were coming off the bye and Washington wasn't at, at this spot, I'd probably take uh, Tampa, but with the with Washington coming off the bye as well. What what have we seen that Tom Brady struggles with the most? It's when it's when defenses get pressure on him. That's what happened with the Saints, and that's why he looked like shit against the Saints. And that's what's going to happen, I think, against the Washington football team. And what you saw in the playoffs last year when they had an actual when their defense was very good, Heineke almost beat them. Yeah. so Heine almost on
2: record you saying that Tom Brady is not good under pressure, but he has seven Super Bowl rings.
0: No, I'm talking this season. What that's what he struggled with. I I have already said Tom the Tom Brady of the past, in my opinion, is great, he's the greatest of all time. I'm talking in the last several years, what he's what is that noise? Several years. Okay, I'm hmm. saying I don't care that he won a Super Bowl last year. To me, that was on the back of his defense. I don't care what credibility you think I'm losing. He he looked terrible in a lot of games in the playoffs last year and got bailed out by the defense. This this Washington football team gets pressure. And that's what Tom Brady struggles against. And I think, you know, he could probably throw a pick again, you know, have a couple turnovers. Not not sure how I think the at minimum we see the Washington football team backdoor cover this at plus nine and a half.
2: Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The Interview, but I feel like we just had a moment where, you know, they're doing an interview with Eminem and he announces that he's gay. We just had a similar moment with you saying that Tom Brady's not good under pressure. He's not. That's <laughs> what he's that's what
0: he struggled with. Why but do you think he went he, he had to go D to Washington's D line has
2: not been good this year. Like, no, the,
0: the yeah. Washington D line it's not been like as good as everyone thought it could be. It's still their strongest point of their defense. It's their secondary that that's, that's saying a lot. Bad. But that's
2: really weak. Yeah. That's not yeah. saying a lot just because the D line is the better half. It's still a kind of a dismal defense. Let's yes, be but
0: if you act like like Taylor Heineke once again, same matchup last year, Bucks had a better defense, and and Heineke almost won. So it is a worst. That was like the this-
2: that's kind of like the Mike White situation though, where it's like comes yeah. in, no one knows anything about this guy, and and has and the and game of in his Washington. life.
0: It's a home game again, so I think there's this will be a heavily public Bucks side in my opinion, and and I'm gonna not be on the public side. So fade the public moving on, moving on. Uh, Brown's at Patriots. It's what do we have? It was open at minus three, but with this Chubb COVID news, it's now down to minus one and a half. Um, Nick Brown's fan. Go for it.
2: Yeah. I'm not excited to play Matthew Judon again. I think he's an incredible football player. He always seems to find the ball. He's just got a knack for it. Um, probably always playing in the nfl right um (laughs) but i'm excited to watch this Browns team again i think uh you know we got through last week and all the odell drama
0: i told you getting rid of him was gonna help
2: it certainly did i'm not gonna argue that at all um it's it's a disappointment we couldn't make that talent um you know help and optimize our team but that's how the way the world is right it sometimes doesn't work out perfectly so he's gone um you know we're focused we're locked in we're playing like a team again uh i think we're going to be hard to stop here so give me the browns all right uh alex yeah i was at the uh the browns bengals game this week and that was not the outcome i expected the browns looked really good that defense was giving joe burrow problems that entire game uh i think you've got a young quarterback here coming in with Mac Jones. Um, I do I do like the Patriots here, but I think if I'm getting points with the Browns, I'm going to take the points after a week like they just had. Um, so I'm going go Browns plus one and a half here. It's so enjoyable watching a healthy Browns defense. We're still missing that stud rookie linebacker from Notre Dame joke, but I think Del Pitt's coming into his own and Denzel Ward, I don't understand why he's not being talked about on the same level as Jalen Ramsey. He is incredible. Like he, he makes plays every year that I just drops my jaw. Uh, Yeah. That house call was awesome. That pick six, he had to start it off yeah remember last year when he like slid under a cincinnati defender to like make a tackle oh <laughs> nobody remembers that no. the, everyone remembers that no like, you yeah. remember it that's it that was the play of the year all right
0: okay.
2: you know this uh, is just they don't get you can nick tell to. that
0: nick only watches like browns games like he just doesn't even know like i feel i watch like,
2: all football but i study browns film
1: okay
0: yeah <laughs> running right, right.
2: out for their scouting position
0: next year so we'll see that
1: oh. <laughs> i'm gonna jump on uh the browns Send the browns right oh, back to their, <laughs> their oh their defeated years yeah i mean okay well, we'll see about that pb slow your, slow your roll um yeah i'm i'm taking brownies uh plus money here um i don't think the i know the patriots are playing better Uh, they still have a rookie quarterback and like Nick touched on Alex touched on the defensive line for the, the Browns is probably arguably one of the best in um, in football. You know, they have, you know, maybe arguably the best defensive line or defensive player on the line with Miles Garrett. Um, And I just think Mac Jones, he, he does enough to keep the game competitive and he's a game manager. And I think that this is a game where if the Browns get ahead and they have, and they make the Patriots throw the ball and get out of their, you know, their run heavy offense, which they like to run. uh, I think the Browns, you know, have the pieces in place to blanket the Patriots receiving core. Who's not that good. um, And they, and they win the game. Um, Chubb out with COVID doesn't help them. He is vaccinated. So he still has a possibility to play this week. Um, he just has to, you know, have two negative tests 24 hours before the game. I don't know how, what his symptoms are. I mean, cause he, that news just came out today, uh, but we'll see throughout the week and see how the line moves because of him being out. Um, cause obviously he's a big part of their offense, but give me, give me Browns.
0: Well, you know, I, I misspoke earlier cause I said it opened at minus three and it went to minus one and a half because of the, the Chub news, but, it would have gone the other way if, if that mattered. So running
2: me. backs matter by two points, then. No, so no, no. That means a
0: quantifiable. Wrong.
2: That, it <laughs> moved in
0: favor of the Patriots. So explain why. So <laughs> Chubb being out helps the Patriots. Because it's
2: going to be a little bit more reliance on Baker. So okay. I think that's really what the public. Yeah, because
0: running backs don't matter. So that gets <laughs> to my point. And it's that's it, okay. I'll
2: let man. you have this one as long as you agree that Baker's going to have more action and people like it.
0: Well, yeah, he's feeling I,
2: dangerous. Watch so,
0: out. So, it, yeah, it's at minus it's minus 2 Patriots right now, but I'm going to take the Browns. Um, you know, the the Patriots ha- have looked I've looked pretty good and and I do think that their game plan would have just been to take Chubb out if if he played. Now with like Dearness Johnson in there, um, I think that the Patriots don't really know what to like game plan for. Uh because usually that's what Belichick likes to do. he likes to remove like your biggest weapon. And with with Chubb being out, I don't I don't think Belichick knows what to take out. So I think you're going to see like a balanced defense this week. Actually, from the Patriots. I think I think Baker um, Baker and Landry are going to have a good game here. I think that's that's where they're going to beat the Patriots this week. And you know, going from Chubb to Dearness Johnson doesn't doesn't matter that much. As we all know, can't
2: wait to talk about Donovan Peoples Jones tomorrow.
0: Donovan Peoples Jones. I think. That, I think. DPJ on the call. I'm,
2: yeah, I've been waiting since Sunday. I'm like, I can't wait for the podcast. DPJ is such a lock.
0: <laughs> you, that that's your DFL. Oh, we'll we'll talk about that tomorrow. DP. But yeah, okay. DPJ. Um, all right. Uh, next game we have Falcons at Cowboys. It is at Cowboys. What is it? Minus nine and a half or eight and a half. It's at. at, Can we talk
2: about what happened to them last week? What what was that off of a bye week, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, The thing is, actually, the bye weeks, people I've come to like realize like sometimes the bye weeks aren't actually like beneficial. Like if you aren't like a very, very disciplined team, because the bye weeks, you know, people go home, maybe they just. Kind of eat a little unhealthier, like they don't some sometimes it sometimes it actually do, it hurts. Yeah. The they come out of the body they're saying. a little rusty and mm-hmm. it doesn't work. So that well, that's I could see that being
1: what happened to the Cowboys that last week. But the Cowboys needed that bye week because um Dak Prescott was healthy. Yeah, he was yeah, still, still lingering from the injury, which could play in part of why they looked really bad against the a Denver Broncos team who are just gave up one of the better players. And, um, you know, this past week trading him to the, um, the Rams and, and uh, Von Miller. Von Miller. Sorry. Um, so I, I don't think this was, I don't, I mean the Cowboys have a great offense and the, the weapons are there. Um, but I think, I don't know. It's, it's hard. Again, we talked about last week to go undefeated against the spread. That's why PV and I were both on the Broncos at, at that plus. Yep. that plus money at nine and here we sit again looking at the Cowboys who just got absolutely obliterated at home and the the line opened up at nine and a half after last week's you know utter failure by them I mean they didn't score any points till the fourth quarter when the when the Broncos weren't trying anymore um and now Matt Ryan who's a better quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater um (laughs) they have better uh maybe not better weapons than the Broncos but they they do in fact have weapons uh that can put this Cowboys defense, who I believe is very overrated. They make plays, but they give up points, they give up yards. Uh so I'm going back to the well, I'm betting against the Cowboys again this week, giving Falcons plus nine. So
2: Corey, right. you're betting with the public here. Uh right now getting Falcons getting fifty eight percent of the tickets, forty two percent of the money. Yeah. Um
0: that's the public side. Right. I think I'm so, going
2: down. Money line, but nine and a half. Talas
0: money line. What is this? <laughs> yeah. you're, you're laying four hundred to one hundred. Yeah,
2: twenty five percent is a great year in the stock market. I, I mean,
0: I don't know why we're all batting eyes at that. It's just heavy. Because heavy money line favorites comes. are not profitable long term in the NFL, Nick. That's why. How so? You so you for in order for that a bet like that to be profitable, that means. Cowboys play the Falcons five times, and you would have to win all five times to be profitable. If the if the Falcons win one time, you break even.
2: Well, it's a good thing they're only playing one game, PB. I, just, <laughs> I think it's yeah, not but you can't think like AMA's that. This could be
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> you bet the money line then. Okay,
2: I will. I'll send you a screenshot.
0: <laughs> I mean, I like the Cowboys this week, but it's not the money line. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like the the nine and a half or the eight and a half. Yeah, eight and a half. Uh, I like getting really good teams like I like. That's why I'm, I'm on the Bills, on like bounce back spots, like after they kind of got reminded, like you know, this is the NFL. Like any team can beat you. Like the them kind of just like straightening up, locking down, and coming in and beating this bad Falcons team. Uh, the Falcons do have a corner. That is starting to get talked about a lot more, and that's AJ Terrell. He's one of the best corners in, in the league. So, you know, I, I'm assuming that's gonna be Amari Cooper on him. Um, so this could be just a really big CD lamb. Michael Gallup is returning this week. I think that's bigger Maybe. than people it might think. Be. It might be. I'm hearing he is, and I think that that's a big boost for that. Uh it helps like what is it? Cedric Wilson is yeah. who's yeah. He, you know, he's he's been pretty solid uh, in in his uh, place, but Gallup just opens a whole other dimension to this offense, um, and I, I think the Cowboys can can smack the Falcons here, and so yeah, I'm going to be on the on the Cowboys minus minus eight and a half. I think this is as long as Zeke's healthy, which I think he is because he returned. I think this is a nice bounce back game for it, Zeke as well.
2: Uh, I think
0: this is too
2: many points, uh, the over unders set of 55. So to still have almost a 10 point spread there seems, that seems like a, like way too much. Corey, you kind of convinced me I was coming in here thinking I was going to go Cowboys for sure. But, um, I think it's the lines at nine on FanDuel, uh, which I mean, that half point doesn't make a huge difference here. Um, and I think, like we were talking about last week, the the Cowboys that against the spread record returning a little bit to the mean. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, fucking's
1: plus nine here. All
2: awesome.
0: right. And did we? I, did Nick talk here? I think he yeah, did the Nick, Cowboys, he's right?
1: He's taking Cowboys.
0: Okay. The boys. All right. I said
2: Cowboys yeah. money line, but
0: D- yeah, but you on the spread, you're on the Cowboys, right? Yeah. Money line. <laughs> That's not <laughs> how we make picks on the show. Yeah, Just do yeah. it. Just pick. It, it, it's either the Falcons or the Cowboys, Nick. Say it right here. Cowboys. Okay. There we go. <laughs> not money line though. <laughs> not the spread. <laughs> All right. Next game. We're going into the afternoon games. We have the Panthers at the Cardinals. It is at minus ten.
2: Can we get an injury update here, Adam Schefter, on what's up with DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray? Uh,
0: before we
2: dive into this one.
0: I mean, I think it's just a little unknown right now. Like, the. Oh, it's still questionable. It, yeah, like he's still dealing with the ankle, ankle thing, and it's just, it's questionable. It depends on how he feels throughout the week. And same with Hopkins. It's just.
2: Or what are we dealing with here? A high ankle sprain, just your your basic backyard basketball ankle I sprain? I think with
0: Kyler, it's just more of an ankle sprain. And, you know, Hopkins is his hammy. Is that hammy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just great. That's going to affect either. his route running for sure. And then Chase Edmonds but, is obviously out now. So,
2: I mean, James Conner can clearly hold his own. I mean, he was great on Classic the Classic case the of Steelers,
0: running backs don't matter. Just rolls yeah. the 49ers defense. Mm-hmm. So
2: I don't know. I, I mean, I'll leave it to Corey to see, you know, he's the uh, glass ankles man of the group. So whatever, whatever he's feeling as far as injuries for that sort of ankle recovery,
1: I'll probably lean one way or another based on his analysis there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes, this is uh, this is very true. I do have the glass ankle. Um, but I'm actually liking this line where it's at, because I know the Cardinals came out and blew up, <laughs> absolutely blew up the 49ers. 49ers are not a good team. That's what we learned last week. Uh, they lost to Colt McCoy and James Conner. Um, literally, those only two people who touched the ball for the Cardinals, and they routed. They routed the 49ers, who, which I don't know what happened. Uh, very odd to see the 49ers just fold like that. Um, that was Sam Darnold being out is probably the greatest thing that ever happened to the Panthers because he. <laughs> they saw in the first three games, like if he would have kept winning games they would have kept like they probably would have signed him again to an extension um throughout the year to into you know the next years as their star quarterback uh, he's terrible he's so bad it wasn't he's just not good it wasn't adam gates he's just he makes terrible decisions he, he he doesn't he can't read defenses i i've learned that you know we you know that meme of him saying i see ghosts like he he still is seeing ghosts he's <laughs> they never left. <laugh>. not good <laughs>
0: Nick, uh, I thought the Panthers were gonna make the playoffs. The, well,
1: the, the tides Panthers have hey, turned oh, very hard. There's <laughs> hey, we're still they're still at like what they're four and five, so they're not totally out of the playoff hunt yet. They're out
0: of it, they're out of it.
1: It just I'm I'm telling you right now, PJ Walker in the in the graphic, they're still in the hunt. Yeah, they're still <laughs> in the hunt. They're still there. Technically, still in the hunt. I'm telling you, if PJ Walker is given the chance to start and has a full week of practice and starting reps um i'm 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 liking you know the panthers here i'm taking panthers plus 10 um here in pj walker to have a good game and actually you know what i can even see maybe the panthers winning this game okay before Um,
2: i dive into my pick um are you going to be buying any pj walker rookie cards
1: (laughs) yeah you know what this is this is the time to get them they're probably like what five cents I got, so my, I like, I got now, my hands
2: on a P.J. Walker XFL card.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, it
2: was a true throwback.
1: I, I know we talked about last week, and he didn't get his opportunity, but I fully trust Andrew Luck's opinion. Andrew Luck liked this guy. He says he's a good quarterback. I'm taking P.J. Walker in the Panthers. Andrew <laughs> Luck said P.J. Walker was a good quarterback? Yeah, that's how he got into the XFL, because Andrew Uh-oh. Luck's dad was the commissioner. He's like, you need to give this guy a job. And he's like, all right. And, P.J. Walker, you killed it, oh, right? Yeah, he yeah. So that's my pick. Alex,
2: there is a 2020 XFL P.J. P.J. Walker <laughs> card going for eight hundred dollars right now on eBay. <laughs> that's, that's I think my you card. think you got that's yourself my a gold mine. Yeah, that's my card. Listed <laughs> for sale. <laughs> oh gosh! All right, I know what I'm getting Corey for Christmas. Um, <laughs> I'm excited to see CMC back healthy. He's just a fun football player to watch. So okay. I'm going to take the Panthers here.
0: Alex. You know,
2: I think, uh, I think the Cardinals defense is significantly better than the Patriots, uh, just in terms of like skill players. Uh, obviously Belichick is one of the kind on the defensive scheme side of things, but I think the Cardinals defense is better. And the Panthers put up what, six points on yeah. the, on the pads. Uh I think the Cardinals cover this 10 points. And I don't think it's close.
0: Um, I'm 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 going to be on the side of Corey and Nick here. I, I do like the Panthers, even though, like I said, I, I don't think they have a shot in making the playoffs here. They'll lose this game, but I, I just think the pan like. PJ Walker to Sam Darnold. Like, like you said, it's not, I mean, it, honestly, like you said, could be an upgrade. Uh, Sam yeah, Darnold yeah. just, man, he started out there's some promise and then it went downhill very, very quickly. Um, we don't know at this point if Kyler plays, if Hopkins plays. So I think this line, you know, obviously if they miss, this would change drastically. And I think that factoring that in it's, it's, I honestly feel like this minus 10 is this factor in Kyler playing. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that getting this and then Kyler could be ruled out another week because they know they're probably in the playoffs and they need to make a playoff run and just get them healthier. Same with Hopkins. They're not going to want to risk. Yeah. Him Especially and- after yeah. last week
2: too, after what they just did to the 49 Yeah, like exactly. They're going to back off this week. Like, yep. why not give those guys an extra week? We're probably fine.
0: Yes. So I'm going to take the Panthers here. I think the Panthers still their defense. I still believe because the Patriots scored points, but they might've had two defensive touchdowns. I know they had at least one, but a lot of their points came from their defense playing. Well, it wasn't the Patriots offense rolling by any means. I think like, especially if it's Colt McCoy playing, I, yeah.
1: This is, this is the line you take it now. You,
0: you yeah, take you, it. you take it now for sure. You, you don't wait on news for this one. You just, you bet the Panthers now. Yep. Um, all right, next game we have the Vikings at Chargers. I actually like this game quite a bit. It's It probably would be my lock if if another team that we'll talk about in a little bit wasn't on the slate. But, uh, yeah, yeah. It's Chargers minus two and a half. Uh they're at home. We'll start with Nick on this one.
2: Um, I'm gonna need some time to think about this one. I mean, <laughs> I think I really do like the Chargers. Um, but I think the Vikings always keep it close. Uh, you know What who am I kidding? Let's go, Chargers. <laughs>
0: A, your analysis is
1: just great. No, who am I kidding? Chargers. This, it, this wouldn't be an episode if we didn't have a flip flop uh, from Nick. So uh. <laughs> just like
0: talking about what, but they yeah. keep it
1: closed. Who am I kidding? <laughs> taking the Chargers. Hey, like, hey, why hey, is that your analysis? <laughs> yeah. This. All right. I'm here. Let me take over because I go with I, your gut, PB. I am. <laughs> why the Chargers? I bone to pick with the Vikings and that offensive three plays they had in overtime that cost me $460 in my underdog's <laughs> parlay. It was, I had, the, how did you,
2: did you lose that much?
1: No, no, no. It was a $10 bet to win 460. I had giants money line. I had Falcons money line I had Vikings money line. And I had, um, what was the other underdog that won uh early game? Falcons. Fal- I had Falcons. Giants. Just say another underdog. Saints. You can't remember that. Falcons. Regardless of the fact, the Vikings looked good in that first half of that game. They dominated. You know, they made the Ravens look bad. Um, I'm going to go back to the well here. I'm taking Vikings plus two and a half. I'm also going to be taking Vikings money line as well. Um, I think that they have the offensive weapons. Their defense is the issue, uh, but they have the offensive weapons. They have Dalvin Cook. You know the other Chargers are not good against the run, uh, so give me the Vikings.
0: Alex,
2: yeah, this is a huge Dalvin Cook spot. Um, two touchdowns, I'll probably be putting some money on that. I think he's going for over hundred yards here too. Um, I I think after after that letdown in overtime, you know, it, it did really look like their offense finally started clicking after a couple of really pretty bad weeks, pretty bad showings. Um, so I think I think they keep it rolling here, and I'll, I'll take some points. I'll take the two-and-a-half
1: Vikings. Uh, the other team at parlor was the Browns, by the way. Just looked it up. Good for you, Corey. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, if if there's – like I said, we'll talk about it again a little bit. This would have been one of my favorites. I love the Chargers minus two-and-a-half here. I, I think – this is like we've talked about the last couple of weeks. Like I actually had, even though the Eagles didn't win against the Chargers, um, they kept it close, which I thought they would do. They just couldn't quite get it done. I thought they had a pretty solid matchup against the Chargers. Um, this this week, the Vikings, I don't think match up well at all against this Chargers team. I think the Chargers offense matches up very well with the Vikings. The Chargers, the the Vikings usually have to get it going in, in the passing game with Jefferson and Thielen, and the Chargers won't give that up at all. If the Vikings keep this close, it will be on the back of Dalvin Cook. I will get in DFS like tomorrow, like I said tomorrow. And I, yeah, I agree that Dalvin Cook could have a big game here, and I think he he has to to even keep this close. That's where the Chargers are are going to be the weakest. But I think this could be a really big Keenan Allen big uh. Mike Williams bounce back spot here. I think I think just Justin Herbert could have a really good game. I I at less than a field goal at home, I really, really like the Chargers.
2: Feels like he hasn't put up a big game in a while.
0: He he still look he threw for 350 and two. And I think he might have had a rushing touchdown against yeah, the Eagles. From Austin and, and 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 the Eagles have a pretty like stingy secondary. Like that that for all season they've kind of been pretty pretty good and and justin herbert looked great against them and now going against this vikings team who their defense their secondary is i mean i i absolutely love the chargers uh at minus two and a half i probably i will be betting this one uh for sure all
1: right
0: um next game we have seahawks at packers a lot of un well a little bit of unknowns in this game with the quarterbacks uh rogers he's he he gets tested saturday and if he's negative he should be back um otherwise it's going to be jordan love again and it seems like russell wilson will in fact be back the doctor has cleared him then we have packers at minus three and a half yeah i I think
2: we might get an obj sighting here too you think
0: you think you think he would you'd play that first I don't think
2: he's going to play, quick? but I think he'll be there with the team.
1: Okay. Who do you think he's signing with? We'll see we'll if he tries Packers. to
2: come in as a, you know, do the whole team player skit till you know, he gets like, three catches one game and then. Who do you think he's signing with? with?
0: I think OBG. I think one of those two teams. You yeah. That, yeah.
2: I, I think the Packers make the most sense.
0: That's where I mean, he said he wants to go as well. It makes a lot of yeah. sense.
2: We saw everything that happened at the beginning of the year with Aaron Rodgers. They finally have a great opportunity to just be like, you won, Aaron. Like, here's your shiny yeah. new toy. Yeah. Like, if they don't take it, him and Devontae, you could kiss them both goodbye. So, so like, think, Packers have a, a big decision to make
0: here, I think. Yeah, they, I think this con- if, if Odell wants to go there, it all yeah. comes down to as long as Rodgers – like is wanting him as well. Like if he, if Rogers is like, no, I washed, then he's not coming. But as long yeah,
2: what's he banking on Randall Cobb for the rest of the year, that, that's what I'm saying. It's not like
0: they have a better backup. So I'm assuming yeah. Rogers will be very welcoming
1: to Odell. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and and then I think Odell would jump at that. I think Rogers is the only quarterback that can also keep him, you know, he started his career with Eli and he really didn't have an attitude there. Until the end, when Eli was, you know, kind of a, on his way out, and he realized that he was a superstar in New York, so his ego got in the way, and then he goes to the Browns. And you know, we really didn't hear from that much, but he, d- we see w- exactly how it ended in New York, how it ended in Cleveland. It, it all comes down to his ego and him just being, you know, upset about him not getting the ball or him not getting <laughs> the ball. I don't know which one it is, but if he goes to the Green Bay, he cannot act that way because Aaron Rodgers is literally. literally the mayor of Green Bay and be like, dude, you are gonna follow my regiment. You're not gonna, you know, bitch and moan about not getting the ball. I'm gonna throw the ball who's ever open. And so I th- do think he will end up in Odell you know, will probably respect Rogers more than Baker, too. That old well, that too
2: He also I mean, he also wasn't causing a ton of ruckus until this next uh, last year or so after that injury.
1: No, yeah. I mean, like I said, yeah, he, so he, I, he I agree with you. But um yeah, I, it makes the most sense. It makes zero sense for him to go to Seattle. He's like, I want to go to contender. I mean, the Seahawks with Russell Wilson coming back, I think Russ is going to be a little, you know, rusty. Plus their offensive line is still that, the same offensive line It's not good.
2: What about all those uh, pregame, you know, snaps and, and reps he was taking? <laughs> Do you think he's still going to be rusty?
1: I, You know what? I didn't even put that into my calculations. Um should have uh, added that in, you know, the fake huddle to the fake pass, to yeah. him running catching the fake pass. Uh, <laughs> but give, give me, if, if Rodgers is playing, he's pissed. I mean, you saw exactly what happened uh, this past week. Everyone coming after him and, you know, the, the woke crowd trying to take him out. But he's uh, Aaron Rodgers. He's great. They're 8-1 against the spread. Their defense looked amazing last week against Mahomes and the it Chiefs. It looked really uh, good. Give me, give me Packers at home minus 3.5. Yeah,
2: he's Rodgers is about to find himself a seat right next to Dr. Seuss. That guy's going to get canceled. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm also, also going to jump on on Packers minus three and a half. Uh, I think if you can get just like, what was it, two weeks ago when Devontae and Lazard were out, who'd they play? And beat Cardinals. Cardinals, right. Yeah, right. Cardinals undefeated going in there. It's, it's just Aaron Rodgers being Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, and if you can get you know, pissed off, scorched earth Aaron Rodgers for less than a touchdown. <laughs> I'm booking that shit. I'm putting the fucking house on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seahawks defense is so bad too. Yeah. Like, they're not funny. good. I wish they were better because then like Seahawks would actually compete and be like a, you know, Super Bowl contender, but like they're never going anywhere with that defense. So it's always going to be their kryptonite until they figure that out.
0: Nick, Give me the Packers. Packers.
2: Yeah, I, I like the Packers a lot
0: this week. I'm, I'm going to be on the Seahawks side here at, at three and a half. I, it's still Russell Wilson and with Rogers, you know, as you know, beyond the COVID stuff with like the pol- politics behind it, like the actual him having COVID, you know, it, being sick from that can like have
1: somewhat of an impact. And he's and
2: just, he, he had Dr. Joe <laughs> Rogan on his side though.
1: <laughs> he also said he he had one bad night and that was it he said he's been he's felt fine he said he could have played last week so i, I don't i trust his word i don't think he would just make that up just to make it up i i think he's he's fine
0: uh-huh I mean, yeah, you don't always show your cards though, as a player. Like, yeah, I feel terrible. Like, and like he also is trying to play, and so he's gonna talk it up that he feels better than maybe he actually is. I think it probably just slow. Like, he's still probably gonna be fine, but if it just slows him down just a little bit. And again, Russell Wilson is gonna be playing. It's not like it's Geno Smith again. You're gonna have Russell Wilson. I think Chris Carson might even return this this game. They mentioned that, and then. You still have DK Metcalf and Lockett. The, it's just as bad as the Seahawks' defenses. The Packers' defense isn't much better. Like, it's still very bad.
1: Plus,
2: I like they, the over. I think the yeah. over is a pretty safe bet. Yeah. Right. So, 50 right
0: now. if I can get Russell 50? Wilson. Yeah, that's low. I, I'm not a fan of – I think there's two with, like, Because, again, Rodgers – okay, I like – just like uh, with the Cardinals game where I like the Panthers, like there's still – Russ is coming back. Rodgers still has to test negative. This spread would be the Seahawks minus something if Rodgers somehow can't come back. So you're getting a little little edge, I think, on the Seahawks side of this as well because you're getting the points with Russell Wilson and you have a possibility Rodgers – even even though it might be like five percent that he misses, that's still a nice little edge, I think. All right. So, Good.
1: yeah. Moving on. Uh,
0: next game, we have Eagles at Broncos. Uh, opened at minus one and a half. I think it's up to minus three uh, for the Broncos. Uh, we'll start with Alex on this one.
2: Yeah, this is uh, this is my dust bowl of the week. <laughs> um, I. I hate this game. I I don't plan on watching any bit of this game unless Red Zone throws it up, which I don't see happening because I think the under – over under at 44 is way too high. Um, I I don't know what I even want to do here. I think I'm going to go – I'll take the Broncos minus three just because I, I don't think the Eagles are as good as they've played their last two games,
1: um, one being against the Lions. Um, so I'll go Broncos here minus three yeah i yeah I'm, I'm with you on this one alex i don't think this is a going to be a very competitive game uh we saw what the prop of last week Teddy two gloves coming out covering uh they're at home this week eagles uh they, they look to be kind of putting things together late you know these last couple of games i know one was against the on the defeated Lions, but uh last week against the chargers we we talked about it again like a couple weeks ago, how the chargers were, you know, through the first four games, this, you know, the powerhouse of the AFC and they kept it in check with the chargers till late. And I, and I think that comes down to, um, you know, Jalen hurts. He matched
0: up well with the chargers. That, they did. That's why I like the I
1: Eagles. I, so but Jalen hurts. I think he's getting, you know, more comfortable, more comfortable by, uh, by each week. Um, so I'm just going to take points here at plus three Eagles. PB loves that pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I'm, I'm with Alex on the minus three Broncos. Broncos, I think they have like one of the best home field advantages um, with just the altitude. Um, I know that's usually baked into the line already. Uh, but the Eagles, like I said, I thought they matched up well against the Chargers last week. I don't think they match up well against the Broncos. I was saying it all year, the Broncos' defense is very, very underrated, even without – with Von Miller being shipped out, Bradley Chubb not in. They've had some injuries. Like, they still kind of dominated the Bron- the Cowboys. And they've been holding most teams to, like – I don't know. We'd have to look it up, but they probably are top five or top three in, like, points allowed against, like, their team. They're a solid defense. I don't think Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback – and I I think they could they'll win this by like could win this between like four or seven points. And I think definitely by at least a field goal. So
2: speaking of quarterbacks, you think are bad. Did Justin Fields earn any uh any respect from you after Monday night?
0: Uh I mean it was probably his the best game he's played and he still lost. The only reason he even stayed in it was that Bears defensive touchdown and in late in the game. And the refs. And then, oh yeah the re- okay i will give him that back. that <laughs> that the refs the ref that was terrible that was that was very very bad um <laughs> but like justin fields one touchdown another interception he, he he's still the so far from out of all the starting quarterbacks this year it's a battle between him and zach wilson for who's performed the worst it, there's like i you what quarterback can you name that's performed worse than Justin Fields. Trevor Simeon, Darnold, not even Arnold. Darnold has had better games than. There's no Darnold. I can name like three games that he's had a better game than than Justin Fields. Hmm. There's, there's. I'm serious. There's no quarterback that you can say that have been worse than. I, Zach I'd still rather
2: have Justin Fields than Sam Darnold and Trevor Simeon. All right, so we're going to take to the stat sheet on this one. We're looking at the QBR. So that's a cumulative score for a quarterback to kind of – There's a lot um, of factors. You don't look at one one metric. Right, right, right. So a lot goes into this, and it's kind of like your QB grading. Right now the 33rd quarterback is Justin Fields (laughs) at 27. Zach Wilson, Jared Goff, Davis Mills, Darnold – all above him
0: there you go okay but if
2: zach wilson has had played another what is he now missed? three i'm i'm saying that's gonna be an
1: that's gonna be an average there alex
2: hate to break it to you
1: (laughs) okay wait to be fair though the the opponents the bears have played have been a little bit tougher are we
0: talking about this yeah clown Uh, justin fields uh, well, I just just trying to help out for well. Just, <laughs> I know. Uh, you're, uh, you're, 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 a, you're, a, you're a Bears fan. I am. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> I, I think Boston Fields
2: better than that. Yeah. He's we'll better see. than I- his numbers, but we're, we're going to move back <laughs> into our slate picks. Um,
0: yeah, Eagles an and Broncos.
2: One. Eagles, Broncos. Eagles have kind of put it together. They're They're winning some games. They're looking good. Broncos, you know, also, kind of in the same boat. I kind of like the home field advantage, like PV was saying. So, for this one, uh I'm going to take a plus seven and a half alternate spread on the Eagles.
0: What? What did you say? Alternate I know you're just,
2: spread plus Nick, seven and a half Eagles. What
0: pick? Is it minus three Broncos or is it plus three Eagles? Make you're it the the worst, dude. Stop with this. All right. We're uh, just
2: going to give it. You know what? I'll
0: take Bills plus 40. That's my thing. That's
2: my You can't get that on your sports book. I guarantee. Okay, you. I'll I'll find something. Talk about bad odds. That that thing is no. Not good come on now. All right, it's only minus two thirty-five. Take it for what, what you What is I'm your to pick? Bill's minus
0: money. three or, or Broncos minus three or Eagles plus three.
2: I'm here to make our audience money. No nope. seven and a half Eagles. Thank me later, and I'll take the Eagles regardless.
0: Okay.
2: Okay. Plus three, three, plus plus seven and a half, whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be pretty much much the same odds. It's it's the same odds. Pretty much. Yeah. Give yourself some points.
0: All right. Next game we have the Sunday night football game, the Chiefs at the Raiders. It is at Chiefs minus two and a half. Nick, we know how much you love the Chiefs. Explain Ooh. why why you're taking them this week. <laughs> you know,
2: it was finally a relief to just, you know, tune into Sports Center Monday morning and hear the Chiefs getting trashed because I've been saying it for weeks. They are a broken team. They're trying to be different than than who they've been and who they've been successful with. That's a sign of a poor leader. Andy Reid's been eating way too many cheeseburgers. <laughs> that trans fats get into his head. <laughs> you can't put the football games together. Mahomes is second guessing himself. They have, you know, they're no run game. They're, they're a dismal mess right now. It's great to see. I love to see it. Um, but I think the Raiders are equally as a shit show right now. I mean, they've had their issues. We don't need to recap what's been going on in that franchise, but it's been a tough year. They started really well. They, you know, they were playing like a really good football team off the bat. But, uh, you know, honestly, I'm scared to bet with them right now until they they show me they figured it out. So, you know, train wreck running at a train wreck. I'm I'm going to take the Chiefs just because I think they have the most talented player in uh, Tyron Matthew, the honey badger.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. Nick. I knew you'd come around was, on the Chiefs. Yeah. PB was like, finally he's gonna say it now. There no, we go. Never gonna do that No matter what you say, it's 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 what you do, Nick. And, so uh, <laughs> the money's going on the Chiefs. So no matter what trash you talked about, you're right, you don't back it up.
1: The uh yeah. the, the Raiders week. do this the last three years where they start yep, yep. so well, five yep. and three or five and two, six and three, like they do this every year. Um, and it comes down to uh, it's it's Derek Carr. He he's not a, a good quarterback because if he was, and I understand the front office is not giving much help on defense. They overreach for draft picks every year, uh, and they're not that franchise is poorly ran, um, and it's it sucks. I mean they sh- they signed Deshaun Jackson. What what's the point of doing that at this point? In his, I I mean he's the dude. What thirty five? I mean he's. he's <laughs> All the Raiders care about is speed. Yeah, I mean that's true. They they, they I did. I don't think Darius it made a difference Bay. though. They they did take Darius Hayward Bay back in the day. They're
0: just, just going to put Rugs' jersey on him and pretend it's Rugs out there. <laughs> yeah, I mean try to, try to convince themselves. Same package. They didn't
1: make another mistake. <laughs> give me give me Chiefs minus two and a half. I, there's it's Patrick Mahomes. I, I know he, they've looked bad, but I don't care. Raiders are worse. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, I'll on. say
2: Josh Jacobs has looked better for the for the Raiders. I, that's kind big. of like one glimmer of hope for them. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Alex. Yeah, I, I'm. I agree with both of you guys. Uh, I'm going Chiefs minus two and a half here. I know the Chiefs have been horrible at covering. Um, what are like, they doing seven against the spread this year? I, yeah, like five nineteen and one
1: in the last like twenty five. So
2: they're so bad, but. Uh, you know, if I can get Mahomes under a field goal, mm-hmm. I think they're, I think they're good enough to cover a field goal against the Raiders team who again outperforms in the first half of the season and then just shits the bed. So, yeah. uh, I'll go Chiefs
1: minus two and a half here. And let me, I think, you, uh, hang on before you go, this is, uh, this is actually like a must win for the Chiefs because if they lose to the Raiders, they fall another game behind in the division and they they can't do that. So they have to win.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier in the show. Uh, You know, some of these teams that are gunning for the playoffs like this week means a lot. So yeah, I I like that point too, Corey Um, sort of unrelated, though, you know, this week, we were going to do our, our best bets and our hammer picks of the week, I think we all need to get one of those little green Dave Portnoy hammers. So we could just sit here and <laughs> hammer it out when when we come across our lock for the week. But I mean, th- this is my lock of the week. So whoa, let's go, Nick. Hey.
0: The dude talking so much trash about how broken this team is and how broken Mahomes is, and it's his lock of the week. What do you know? and, and you know what? When we're when we're
2: doing our recap next week, Patrick, mm-hmm. we're not going to sit here and be glorifying the Chiefs for beating this just garbage dump of a Raiders team okay Okay. it's 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 just like not I'm I'm insulting them just not that
0: far like all right well
2: bringing it back to earth here
0: there well Nick would you look at that this is I'm gonna have to probably even double down on this bet because this was my lock of the week (laughs) and it's Chiefs, (laughs) and it is chiefs minus two and a half I mean even the the dude that's doubting the chiefs more than anyone I know is on them like I feel like I, I have to Maybe triple down, maybe. You know, if
2: me and you agree, the mortgage like, on it. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, I put my whole pretty, mortgage on this. Pretty good bet. <laughs>
1: um, this, is, this is a bankroll type of game. Yeah. Like yeah. This,
0: this, just like we've just reiterating, this is a must, must win for the Chiefs. Like, for this is when you start seeing the actual elite teams start separating from the frauds. So we kind of saw that i've talked about the panthers are early frauds they're they're gone now you'll yeah, see panthers
2: when... saints that division's gonna sputter <laughs> yep i <laughs> totally agree
0: yeah well we'll see what well, we're the where the if the saints make the playoffs nick because uh we have a little bit more hope than than your tough uh afc you and the colts um but yeah this is when we'll start to see, I know I have the Broncos this week. That's because the Eagles aren't that great, but we'll eventually see the Broncos start to fade. And, and, you know, I'm trying to think of some of the other, uh, the Raiders. This is when they're like, it started with the giants last week. It all started pretty much with Steelers. Yeah. Steelers Steelers is another one. You'll see the Steelers start to fade. That's a good one this week. We were on the lions. So yeah, this is when you'll start to see the real, the actual elite team, such as the chiefs, Nick, again glad we're in agreement uh this week and start to separate themselves and at less than a field goal i mean if mahomes even if mahomes was playing as well as he was in his first like what three or four games this season when he he was still throwing for like three four hundred yards and like three or four touchdowns a game if this game happened to be just earlier in the season this would be like chiefs minus this would be like almost a touchdown maybe more it's just because you're you're getting them at their little,
1: the lowest point of the it, season. Yeah.
0: Their slump in the middle of the season, yeah. but they're going to get over this. And yeah, I I absolutely love this. Love this game. Lock of the week.
1: You know, one, one more thing just to be, just to kind of throw it out there. As a Colts fan, it'd probably be more beneficial if the Raiders did win this game just because it just takes another win away from the Chiefs. But I'm still going to be taking Chiefs minus two and a half. But. Yeah, honestly,
0: I disagree. I Hang on, I disagree with that because that means that the Raiders' chances to make the playoffs drastically increase, and then you still have to beat out
1: the Chiefs. But the Colts played the Raiders this year, so
0: yeah. But the Raiders, what what's the Raiders' record right now? Five and three.
1: Five and three.
0: Five and four.
1: Five and they're
0: five and three. Yeah, they're five and three. So they beat the Chiefs. They're six and three. Yeah. Well.
1: That wouldn't be good for the Colts. No, because I still think they lose the games down the road. I, I, I think the Chiefs make the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. But I don't know if, if they can catch the Chargers if the Chargers keep winning. I'm just saying I'd ra- you'd probably rather because the Chiefs are making playoffs regardless. Just all
0: right, beat, move, move on. beat down. We only have to spend. Final game of the week. Final game of the week here. Yeah. Final
2: game. Night, Rams versus 49ers. Um, mm, I'll just go ahead and
1: off. kick
2: this one off. Um, Yep. You know, the line, the line here is minus three and a half Rams. Yes. Um, I'm generally actually pretty much all the time. Someone who understands perspective, <laughs> other people's perspectives on things. And, you know, we've seen this 49ers team. I think this is a case where, you know, you kind of look and you, you need, you need to search for something that changes your viewpoint because this, this line doesn't make any sense. You know, it's like, I'll make it make dinosaur, sense for you in a little, you know, little bit. Dinosaurs were discovered in 1819. George Washington <laughs> died in 1799. What? Our first president didn't even know dinosaurs existed. And this line sitting at minus three and a half. Like I, my mind is blown right now. Like, how is you know? If I could have two locks of the week, like I'm,
1: I'm going with the Rams. Yeah. Should have just
0: made this your lock then. No, said you had to take the
1: Chiefs. Okay, so. I again, I'm with Nick there. The, the line is ridiculously placed. I, I, missed division game. Uh, the, the Rams looked terrible last week. They beat themselves. The Titans not win that game. The Rams beat themselves. Rams are still my favorite team to come out of the NFC, uh, for the Super Bowl. They, I, I still think Matthew Stafford is the MVP, uh, one of the top MVP candidates for this year. Um, Sean McVay, I would love to know his record off a loss. Um, I don't have him in front of me. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's probably pretty good. Um, I'm taking – the 49ers are horrible. They are so – they just got blown out by Colt McCoy and James Conner. I mean, I bet if you, like, took a poll of, like, 25 people and you said, what team does Colt McCoy play for? They'd be like, isn't he retired? I mean, it's it's ridiculous. And I think that the 49ers are – I mean, this is going to be Jimmy G's last week starting because they're going to get absolutely demolished. And then we're, we're going to see the emergency of Trey Lance come in uh, the following week, but give me Rams
2: minus. I, the- I agree. I'll, I'll go knock PB because I think you're on the other side here, but uh, I, I agree with the Rams minus three and a half. Um, I think this is a bounce back game for them. Um, I, I think Sean McVay's record is like 40 and O when leading at half or something like that, something crazy a yeah. yeah. record. So, and, uh, I think the Rams are going to come out fast after that that stinker that they just played. Um, so I'll t- I'll take Rams minus three and a half. Yeah, he actually just beat Bill Belichick's record, so he's forty three and zero now. It's crazy. Yeah, pretty he, nuts. He's, he's up, up at halftime.
0: It's that Rams are one of my favorite teams to like. It, where you do those double result bets, like where you put like. Halftime Rams to win the full game, you get better odds. And if you like the other, especially if you like the other team, because that's when you can just bet them to win both halves. Because if McVeigh is up at half, he just wins the game. Yeah. That's just what happens. And so, you know, if this is actually uh, you know, obviously my lock was the Chiefs, but I do like the 49ers plus three and a half in this divisional game. This is this out of every game on the entire slate will 100% be the most public. This will have like crazy amount of public money on it. Just everyone's looking at this line. This is that same game weeks back when it was like Packers Bengals, and everyone was looking at it. And it was like, I think it was three, it was two and a half or three and everybody was on the Packers and they didn't understand why or how, and the because the Bengals were better than people thought. I do think this 49ers team is better than people do think. And the, and Stafford is dealing with like, uh, like he hasn't been practicing. He's dealing with a little bit of, of an injury right now that he suffered at the end of last game. And I think that has to do with this line as well. And I, w- I really wish Trey Lance was playing. I like him so much better than Jimmy G. But yeah, Kittle's back. Ayuk is finally starting to play i don't know why he was in the doghouse for so long he's starting to get going i think this is a good bet where you could do 49ers at like double result to win a half and
1: then win the game no so the the reason i, I, I probably it, let, let me let me see what the odds are, uh, on that are because i know it's uh, yeah. uh, when you're looking that up let me I'll, I'll talk here um i think i just saw a record. Uh, you know, the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan, his record as a head coach is one of the worst. It's I, worse than Matt Nagy's. It's worse than Matt Nagy's, and I'm pretty sure it's the same as uh, Chip Kelly's, if not worse. Uh, they're a that's, not,
2: that's not a good company.
1: The only reason Kyle Shanahan still has his job is because of his name. That's the in only reason. It, well, yeah, and then they have the Trey Lance sitting there in their pocket, but Give me Sean McVay over. He's just, a he's such a better coach than Kyle Shanahan and he has completely the much better team. And, you know, Sean McVay already came out saying that Matthew Stafford is completely fine. So if he doesn't practice this week, it's because they just want to make sure he's like fully healthy, but he already said he's playing and he's going to be fine.
0: And it's every year. Like when you look at the, the records of teams at the end of years, like once, it's really hard for teams to lose like what, one or two games, like usually, especially what is it like in eight seventeen game or eight? I forget how many it is now, right? Seventeen games. Seventeen. 17 yeah. Oh, yeah. So like, you're gonna see like three, four losses on on team's record. Like the best teams, that, oh like, yeah, finish sure. with like, and you you pick you have to pick the spots and who the Rams have lost to the Titans. Who else did they lose to?
1: The the Bucks. Yeah.
0: The but. No, they beat the Bucs. No, they beat the Bucs. No. Yeah, they beat the Bucs. I know that. Tom Brady, again, that won't get into that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, beat, they beat the Bucs. The Cardinals they lost? That's right. Yeah. They've lost to the Cardinals and they've lost to the Titans. Yeah. You know, well, I don't know. If you look at their schedule – oh, that bet, by the way, it would be plus like 270 if you did the double result for 49ers, 49ers. Um. But like I'm, I don't know. You guys can try. I'm gonna to try to find the Rams schedule so I can try to point out like what games you think the, the Rams lose this year.
1: Uh, I just had it pulled up. Uh, but this is this is also a must win for the the Rams if they want to win this division and take you know full try to get that number one seed and that first round buy and home field advantage. So they're gonna to have to. They're definitely gonna to have to win this game, and I think uh, they're definitely gonna do it easily. Uh, maybe this schedule for them. They got – so the 49ers this week. They, yeah, have, they, have, they have a tough – they have a tough from any schedule. Packers, Jaguars, Cardinals, Seahawks, Vikings, Ravens, Rams. So this, this is a game where they, I think they're going to they're lose one of those games that you're, you've been talking about. But I, I just don't think this is it. I, I, I just think some of these elite teams have been falling into these, like,
0: mid-season slumps, and then some of the teams that have kind of been – you know, underperforming such as the 49ers kind of take a little bit of a leap. Like this, it's usually in the middle of the season, these things happen. And then towards the end of the season, you see the, it, the better teams like start to straighten out. And I think this is like, this is where the, the, the Rams are experiencing their midseason slump and in, in the Titans. And in this game, then I think they can start bouncing back, but I, so I don't know. So we'll, we'll I see. Think, this is, this is, I this, think they this, are, Trap spot of the week divisional game
2: I see what you're saying but I like Corey's perspective like we never talk about coaching where he's like this player is gonna dominate it's a lot of coaching and McPhee's pretty great Shanahan's got the name you know maybe he's got a he's got a little bit more written up about a divisional opponent but
0: I think that's what he like it's the divisional opponents that he's better at uh, playing against yeah. like he, he's a lot more familiar with their you know style of play and, and I, I don't know I think this is this is a this is the trap game of the week
1: the, okay well, going so back so to how, how about their matchup though go ahead Corey going back to what you were saying about you know him playing better in division he's played better because he's had better he's had the Rams have had or the 49ers have had such a better defense in years past this defense is not the same that we've seen and it, it showed last week. And I, you give me Cooper cup, Stafford woods, Henderson. I mean, this is, this is the game that this is my lock of the week, by the way.
2: Now that we're talking about it too, I think that the, the Rams front lines up perfectly to stop the 49ers in that run game. I mean, they're going to get Von Miller this week um I, th- I think it's a great match i think game. i think
0: the the past game has come alive for the like with iu kittle and debo i don't like yeah the run game is 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 important to the 49ers but i think what jeff wilson might is back now like the 49ers are much healthier
1: well we uh we, so, shall see. we will see
2: so so in terms of locks of the week uh, it sounds like Nick and Patrick are both on the Chiefs, minus two and a half. Yes. Corey, with this last game, your lock, this Rams minus four. Yeah. And then uh, I'm going to go with, you're going to like this one, Corey, Colts minus 10 is my lock of the week. The Jaguars are the Jaguars. So <laughs> <Yeah>. I, will, <laughs> I will take anyone MMI. against them as a lock and, and be totally okay if it doesn't hit.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up this week's episode we will see you tomorrow for the week 10 dfs show uh thank you guys for watching and we'll see you tomorrow peace